0: Hi everyone, my name is Valeria, and this is the Hackademic Podcast. In this podcast, we get students and professionals to come and talk about their experiences in hackathon culture. Here you can expect to learn about amazing people that hackathons produce, as well as cool people behind them. Today, we have a special guest, Amanda Georgis, a Life Science fourth year York University student with us. And we're going to be talking about women in tech and STEM in general. Hello, Amanda. Nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Hello. Hi, everyone. So uh, why don't we start about you talking a little bit about yourself and uh, telling us about your background? Okay, so I know
1: that we're reaching out to a community that's... Um, paying attention to Hackademics Club, but I am not in technology. I am a student in life science, but I am passionate that everyone should learn technology. Um, My background is that I am an absolute lab rat. I want to, by that I mean, I want to spend all my day and all my night inside a lab with no windows and maybe some bacteria in front of me. I'm just joking. I want some sunlight. But um, I am passionate that everyone should know things related to technology, like coding, software development in general, um, hardware development, and yeah. My my background is in life science, but I am passionate about technology. It's basically the one sentence to describe me.
0: <laughs> it's great, and you have very interesting background in my opinion, and uh... Not very much tech-related, you know? And why did you decide to get into hackathons? How did it happen for you?
1: Um, For me, hackathons happened because my friend saw this club called Women in Science and Engineering, and she's like you're a woman in science and engineering, join the club. And their big event is a hackathon. And I had no idea what a hackathon was. And then I helped organize it. And then I was there as an organizer. And I'm like, this is so cool. And I want to do this every year. And it was just amazing. Yeah. So it was by chance that I got involved, but it's honestly the best thing
0: that randomly came into my life. A hackathon in a science club. Tell us more about it. I've never heard about (laughs) it. So this
1: science club, it was mainly engineering. It was very little life science. There was like some life science events, but mainly they focus on engineering events where they taught little girls how to code. They taught little girls like um, other types of engineering. So how to build bridges and stuff like that. And then the biggest event that they have is LHacks. So it did like leave a mark on my year that year. My second year was pretty cool because of hack. so i'm excited to continue with hackathons even though i am not learning technology i do
0: try my best to self-teach but i don't really have a formal education okay yeah and uh, how was your first experience in hacking culture was it was it that science club you attended so my
1: first experience in hacking culture
0: so um I was trying to figure out what to wear (laughs) to the
1: hackathon and I asked the president of the club, I'm like, so should I like wear a blazer and like a sweater and like, you know, look business casual. And she's like, um, no, everyone's going to be wearing a hoodie and sweatpants and we're going to be there all night. Like, it was just cool to see that all these really talented, incredible Passionate people about technology all in one room, but they're all cozy and like It's just efficient, you know, we're not spending time on the makeup and the hair. We're just like Spending all our time on making amazing websites. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty uh, It's pretty awesome that sometimes you see strange and familiar or familiar is strange and it kind of opens your eyes to the world, right? Yeah, so I know that your career is pretty far from tech, as we know right now, uh, and you, it looks like you managed to make this connection. How, what led it, what led to it? What was the passion that drove you? So,
1: I mean, when I, my friend was in engineering and I was considering engineering myself, and there was a lot of um, welcome to engineering programs, here's a breakfast for the women or let's meet all the women in the program. And I felt so intimidated. I'm like, is there really that little women in engineering that they need a breakfast just so we can all meet each other and can we really all fit in that room? You know, it's not that many people. So I really want to diversify work fields. And this was one of the major problems when it comes to lack of diversity. So I put myself there and I said, let's try to make this difference.
0: That's great. And uh, why wouldn't you tell us a little bit about LHacks? Because you helped organize it as well. So LHacks,
1: it is the largest all-female hackathon in North America. It is, yeah. And... It's a 36 hour event.
0: Most hackathons are overnight. If I'm not mistaken. on, a, on is the is hackathon, but yeah, usually it varies from twenty-four, like like eighteen to thirty to six hours. Once it once it reaches the point when yeah. it's like a weekend uh or like a month experience, it's not usually called hackathon anymore, but I, I think it's still sprint like event. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it is all female, but um, we do have amazing sponsors. And I really like it because all the challenges, they're related to the world. They're asking us or asking the participants to solve problems like homelessness and climate change and mental health. And that's what I really like about it because that's why technology and hackathons are important because it gets people thinking on how to actually make solutions to things that are happening in the world. And that's why I'm going to continue with hackathons, even though I may not be able to answer the questions about how to fix or debug the code. But I also want to participate in one, even though I don't know how to make a full website by myself. But I feel like the skill to tackle a problem through ideas and using technology, it's just something everyone needs to at least experience once.
0: It's amazing. So. Are you saying that you've never ever participated in one, although you organized a couple?
1: Yeah, I've never participated in one. And every time I'm there, I'm like, I want to be sitting down in the room in my pajamas or like maybe my own website right now. But I also love being an organizer, but I do want to participate. I just never get the chance because I I want to still be a part of hacks. Yeah.
0: And... Uh as you've been organizing and like helping out during the hackathon, what did you actually help with? Because you don't know much of coding or design related (laughs) information.
1: Yeah. So I had this joke. Whenever somebody asked me something about coding, I would tell them I tried sending an email, but it wasn't working. And I continued trying to send an email, but I realized I forgot to add a recipient. That's how good I am with computers. And I'm joking, but that was just my fun joke. But I helped a lot with ideation. I remember I used to sit down with a lot of groups of girls and just tell them to talk to me about what they want. Even if I'm not telling them the ideas when they vocalize it to me and I give them energy, I'm really loud. So when they're telling me their ideas, I'm like, yes, you go, you do this, you do that. And I, I feel like I'm more like a cheerleader one running around like,
0: yeah, Hello everyone. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, I know that lots of people actually struggle with the ideation part and lots of people are spending so much time on it. And honestly, helping with the ideation and brainstorm is pretty important. So I'm going to ask you another question. So how did the Alhax look like last year? And what are some of the sponsors and speakers you had? So Alhax last year was
1: really large scale. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready for what had happened on the, on, right before the opening ceremonies. There were a lot of sponsors. Um, there was TELUS was our main sponsor. There was Deloitte. They come every year, I believe. BMO. Um, Rogers. We had a lot of sponsors. I think we were at 30 sponsors, if I'm not mistaken, the number. There was a lot. But um, the club fair is probably my favorite part because you just see so much interaction between the sponsors and the students. And even if it's not about um, genuinely wanting to start a position there right away, I like the connections that are being made. Even with myself, when I speak to the sponsors, I'm not looking for a job in technology because I I am committed to my windowless lab room. But just the connections I make and the people I meet, I think it's pretty cool to see us interacting with the professional world at such a young age.
0: Yeah, and Alhacks is a very popular female hackathon. As you said, it's the largest uh, North America's female hackathon yep. event. And except for its gender focus, what is so much special about it? Why people why do people love it so much? And not only women attend it, by the way. Um I feel like people attend
1: it because it's a lot of people's first hackathon. A lot of women are intimidated by hackathons because, of course, it's a male-dominated... Well, technology fields are male-dominated. And I feel like many girls started off at LHacks because they thought, this seems safe. This seems like an environment that I won't feel afraid to be a part of or I'll feel welcome and I'll feel included and I'll feel confident by the end of it. So I feel like it just... It's people's first hackathon, and then they move on to trying other hackathons because they feel more confident. They just need to realize their ability, and I feel like at gives
0: people the opportunity to realize what their people sounds will very look. inspiring, honestly. <laughs> and <coughs> what are the, what are the prizes you guys had last year? The prizes. So
1: the prizes from different. Um, companies were different so i know there's job interviews from the sponsors from the top sponsors and from our wise team if i'm being completely honest it's okay i don't remember <laughs> but we, there were so many challenges and so many prizes i know we gave google home minis for a small mini challenge and there was so many gift cards i just lost track of all the prizes i really don't know what our top prizes. That's, no, that's it's okay. And what did
0: you help the most with during the organizational part before the event?
1: So this past year, I joined the organizing team later on because I ha- I just wanted to be a part of it again since I helped the year before. So I was asked to come in as the MC and to just be the energetic, loud person that I am, or not loud. I don't like using the word loud. Just um, energetic and hmm. okay, and infectiously positive. Let's say that it's a more, it's a more positive way to say the word loud. <laughs> but yeah, so when I got there, I I helped with the presentations, the ceremonies. I helped organize and give those. Uh, I helped with just. Bringing, bringing the girls together and just, I I like to run around like the whole like um, venue and just speak to every single group. And I feel like as an organizer, not many organizers get a chance to do that. And some organizers probably don't even get a chance to sit down for even a second, but I like to make an effort to speak to like at least every single group of girls and I feel like that's what I bring to the table is interacting with the actual participants. I know the logistics, the, the logistics team, and everyone who was dealing with the things on the back end were so 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 busy, and they couldn't have time for that. But I feel like I was able to have the time, and I really enjoyed awesome. that.
0: And could you would you be able to? St- speak a little bit about the upcoming online hackathon that Alphax is planning on having in January, as far as I remember. So I visited their website a couple of days ago. Um, Honestly,
1: I haven't spoken to the team yet. I am planning on applying to be a part of the team. I spoke, I told them I was interested in the hackathon, being a part of the hackathon again last year, but coronavirus came and things were up in the air. But I am going to tell them that I want to be a part of it again, but I still have no information about it. But stay tuned with the Women in Science and Engineering page because they're the group that organizes it. And also the LHACS pages and the websites, they have a really good um,
0: communication team, so they will update you regularly. And yeah, I look- That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for telling us those pretty good resources, honestly. And I'm going to ask you a couple of tricky questions. Feel free to go crazy. So, if you were to create your own hackathon, uh, what would be the key? The key? Oh my God, I'm sorry. If you were to create your own hackathon, what would be the key things you would focus on the most? Maybe the topic or the links. The key
1: thing that I would focus on, because I think this is very important in any education in any field, is incorporate more than one field of study, if that makes sense. So. For example, I saw some girls making a website about they had it was they can put an object in front of a camera and it told you the molecular structure of that of the the things in that object. So a water bottle, they put it in front of the camera and then it would show you the molecules of plastic. And I just thought that it was so cool that these girls have all this talent and knowledge about technology and coding, and they also have all this knowledge about chemistry. And I don't know if the chemistry knowledge was a formal education or just what they sat down and researched during the hackathon. But I just think it's really important to put yourself in the shoes of other education fields and other disciplinary fields just so that you can see how the world works, you know, we're all in it together to make one world. And I think we all need to just see everything from different perspectives. So that that would be my one condition. You have to be interdisciplinary with what you come up with. That's a very interesting standpoint. And would you have another one maybe? Another one? Hmm. You have to do it with only one cup of coffee. No, I'm joking.
0: (laughs) It's impossible. (laughs) I don't think it's possible. (laughs) (laughs) That would be still your focus, that's fine
1: yeah, that would definitely be a focus. But to make a unique focus, I'm not quite sure. Maybe to focus on diversification in all kinds of ways, not just gender. So I know work work fields can be can lack diversity, and it's still a prominent issue. So maybe that could be another focus. You have to find a way to tackle the lack of ethnic diversity, gender diversity you know um
0: transgender diversity yeah yeah that's that's i i like the focus yeah it sounds good and uh, do you expect hackathons to be redesigned into sprint like challenges for the other fields like chemistry and education something you already mentioned but like do you expect this to happen soon or sooner or later Mm. i think it's already starting to
1: happen because I see a lot of different fields participating in hackathons, because it's starting to become more welcoming to people who don't know how to code, which is why I myself want to participate in one. It's really welcoming to people who don't know how to sit down and make a whole website using just one language or a couple languages. So I do see there are more case competitions happening in the life science field. I feel like it it will be increasing as more people do participate in hackathons and even get to know what a hackathon is. I didn't even know what a hackathon was, and I'm glad I do now, but I, I, I do feel like we're moving in a direction where more students will have the opportunity to participate in things that are similar to hackathons, but they're catered to their own
0: fields. I'm really excited Me to too, see honestly. how that goes. Me too. I feel like uh, a lot of fields are slightly discriminated yeah. Not just maybe not not quite discriminatory, but they haven't adopted the culture yet. And I'm excited to see where it can go and uh, how it can work, because I've heard that lots of lots of people from uh, I'd say from different fields, not specifically coders or designers, someone like like managers, someone like business analysis or strategists strategist, they apply those principles, like sprint-like challenges mm-hmm. in their workload. And uh, I've heard that mm-hmm. there are some kind of challenges, but they're more incorporated into webinars or like more events because, because especially it comes to your age, yes. because I know that lots of young people, they may not have a family yet and they may not be they might be able to spend more time on their own. They might be able to devote their weekend to a hackathon versus when you're 30 and you have a child. It might be a little bit challenging to you.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of different fields, they have similar things to sprint-like competitions like hackathons, but they haven't developed the comfortability of the environment. So that's what's special about hackathons is you go there and... It's not a conference. People see my stories when I'm participating in hacks or when I'm helping organize hacks, And they're like, oh, how was your conference? I'm like, it wasn't a conference, but that's what they're used to. Conferences and big... You come in in a suit and you're constantly sitting up straight with your hand out ready to give a handshake. And I feel like hackathons are just more... They just care about oh, yeah. your talent. That's it. Yeah, they don't I care do about... It. I
0: remember when I saw I sent I a know. picture to my dad from Citizen Hacks. It was sometime in the morning, and people were sleeping at their desks. My dad sent me a message being like, where are you? What is this? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we... And yeah, you wouldn't find um, in different fields challenges where you fall asleep in the middle of it because it's overnight and you brought a sleeping bag. That's not something that exists yet, but it needs to because that's when you really realize like, this is all about my talent. It's about nothing else. This is about what I bring to the table. It's not about what my piece of paper resume looks like right now. That's not it. It's about what can I do right now in this amount of time? And I feel like that's why I love it because even if it's within yourself you realize what you're capable of and that's so necessary because a lot of people doubt themselves and they shouldn't honestly we're all we're all talented and we need to
0: realize that a (laughs) great optimistic view on this life thank you so much for sharing sharing this (laughs) and it's time for us to wrap up slowly where and how people can find you
1: Um, So my name is Amanda Georgies. Um, I guess my name will be somewhere there. That's my name on LinkedIn. Feel free to search me up. Don't be surprised that you see that I'm a pharmacy assistant and I have lab experience and I'm not a coder. That's me, I promise. (laughs) But um, yeah, and also, I guess if you keep in touch with LHacks, you might be able to see me. During that hackathon, I recommend that you guys do keep in touch with it. Even though it is virtual this year, I feel like it will still be just as amazing. We will.
0: I so will try my best see on there. C2.
1: Yeah. Well, now I have to. <laughs> you have
0: to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Contract. okay. I I'm just will, I will the promise. verbal contract. <laughs> I'm excited to meet new people. You very empowering <laughs> and just great yes. woman in the tech culture. And not just tech culture, maybe in life science as well. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much, Amanda, for sharing your experience, (laughs) (laughs) talking to us. It was great to talk to you, meet you. Thank you.
1: It was great meeting you as well. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.